0: Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Coffee Mike's back. Hello. Brother Bob's back. Hello. Medium Mike's back. How you doing? And the Professor (laughs) Carl is back. Can't get rid of me. (laughs) And the Sometimes Tyler is back.
1: What happened
0: to DJ? Well, you know, that's. Yeah. Sometimes.
2: Hello. We sure <laughs> might go back. We might go to part time, Tyler. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my goodness. Coffee, Mike.
3: Yes, sir. Would you like to read our Bible verse tonight? I certainly can. Uh, <clears throat> Galatians six, verse two. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's from the ESV version. Mm-hmm.
0: Tonight's topic. Is an old Creed song, actually, right? <laughs> With the arms wide open, yep. it's been on my heart for a week and a half now.
4: Can you sing it first? No, no, oh, okay. no. no. It's very disappointing. I hey, Ronnie,
0: it, for
2: copyright infringement reasons, we can't. I can play fifteen, can play 15 was, seconds. Of can you tell me thinking, who, hey. Can you tell
5: me who sings it? Creed. We'll let him do it then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs>
0: For the past couple weeks now, like it's been on my heart. Like where it's that John Coffee from Green Mile, like I'm just tired, boss. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of everybody being mean to everybody. Yep. And it doesn't matter where you see it or which side you see it from. Politically, sides, believer, non believer side, believer to believer side. And it's, Like, pointing fingers and harsh correction, right? Like, I understand. I understand everybody needs correction. I understand more than you you guys already know that I need to be put back on the road sometimes. But the manner that we do it is just so harsh. And it's always about pointing fingers and... The plank in your eye versus sawdust in theirs. And I know I just butchered that.
3: It's actually but, a speck in your I brother's mean,
0: news, Yeah, ten, but, Log I, in your I, eye. but for a visual illustration.
3: yeah. If we were being recorded, a vi- video, yeah, that, that might be helpful. But
0: well, I find
2: there- it interesting too that the verse that you picked one states, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression. You who are spiritual should restore him in the spirit of gentleness. Mm -hmm. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. You know what I mean? So it's right there, in black and white, like everything is for us. But we forget so easily. We forget so easily in our own walks that when somebody is falling off, or if we feel... That they're falling off. That you want to be that somewhat, I think, protector. Mm -hmm. Because I know for me personally, I want everybody to feel what I'm feeling about God. Right. You know? And when you see them come in on fire, and then you start to see it kind of dwindling, you know, or just kind of room temperature, you know, and you want to spark it back up, you're like, let's get back into it. what do we got to do?
0: Or or just lose focus by a millimeter to the left, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And it doesn't agree yeah. with what you think it should, right? right? And sometimes like,
2: our correction or that we feel we should be correcting or helping with is so far the opposite direction Yeah, that it's like, oh, it wasn't that that inch that they needed so now how did they how did they take it right you know because we can we're on fire Mm -hmm. you know even through the struggles and I think we've all talked about um, just you know last night and and even and stuff about feeling that and feeling the enemy is ever present in today's world and what's going on and that we can feel the personal attacks on us and that losing sight of what God would have us do and um so I think that we're coming from a great place. Maybe mm-hmm. not the great execution like we should have. right? Because I think that we need to always remember that. So right. Because, again, I know when I go off kilter, that's what I want is that gentleness, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's slippery slope, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes... You can be gentle, you can be gentle a couple of times, but then you really got to push.
5: Then the gloves got to come off. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it, it keeps on going. It says, "Keep watch on yourself, lest you be tempted." Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, it's saying that yeah, you, you can go help that guy, or you can go help that person. Be mindful and be watchful because you may slip into that same. You may slip into that same path that they're walking. Yep. Yep. You know, and and if we're not if we're not mindful and watching ourselves, watching how we do it, and we could exactly get right in the same position they're in, and then there you are, you're stuck in the same ditch they're in. Mm -hmm. Instead of helping them out of the ditch, you're helping them dig it deeper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like in verse three it says, "For if anything, if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing." He deceives himself. Mm-hmm. So if you think you're a devout Christian and you go and try to help somebody and you slip into that ditch, you just deceived yourself because you was not strong enough and you was not prepared to go do that job for God. Right. And the only way the only way to get prepared and to be strong enough is through the power of prayer. You gotta pray yourself into it. You gotta pray about everything you do. Every step
4: you take, if you do not, that's how you deceive yourself. And That's why. Go ahead. That's why context is so important. Because I've seen that verse butchered, the one that we that we read at the beginning. I've seen that verse ripped out of context and butchered so often. To see Paul saying that none of the commandments matter, that's not what the context of that chapter is talking about. He's talking about pride. He's talking about the not whether or not we should correct someone when they've fallen into sin. The heart. From which we correct them When they've fallen into sin You do it in pride Then you're just as sinful As the person you're correcting And you need to look In the mirror first right. Absolutely mm-hmm.
5: I
1: think it's a slippery Slippery slope When you think That you're a great devout Christian Right Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does I, was, I think I was there A few weeks ago <laughs> um, I, th-
5: I think I that's think where The start problem relying, starts though
1: I think you start relying Solely on God When you start feeling that and you start thinking that mm-hmm. You're
5: like oh I'm well, that's what I'm saying. You know, when you when you think that you're, what you're doing is you're 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 putting yourself at the same level God's at. Right. You never put yourself at the same level God's at, because He is always way above us. Right. Mm-hmm. To me, I
2: know in my life how I try to maintain the semblance in my mind and in my heart is to I always equate. It. and I know, trust me when I say it, what I'm going to say. This I know it's not the same thing, but being able to put it in perspective for myself because you know I'm not that smart is um, like wh- every time I step. Get a second on that or on the on the I don't need that. I, I mean, let alone you know all of y'all jumping on that bandwagon.
5: I think Beta Mike's trying to take Alpha over. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs>
2: is every time I step on my motorcycle, the time I don't have fear of that. I need to stop riding. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know what I mean. Not an overcoming fear, but if I don't have some fear for what can happen there, then I need to stop. And that's the same with my relationship with God. If I don't have a fear of knowing that He is ever present and He is, you know, sovereign and over my life, then I need to stop saying I'm a Christian. Yeah. Exactly, because if you're not,
5: when you're on that motorcycle. You've got to drive defensively. Absolutely. You can't get comfortable on it. Yep. You've got to be on guard all the time. You gotta watch your surroundings. You gotta watch everything that's going on around you. You know, I've always told guys, it's not if you lay that bike down, it's when you lay that bike down. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's gonna happen. Yep. I hope and pray that I've uh that I've done it enough on them dirt bikes that uh I won't ever lay a street bike down. But you never know. Right, you know, but you uh, can't lay one down if you don't get on one. <laughs> sure, i been on one for about three or four years now. Yeah, that's a lie because I had a bike last year and I rode a little bit. But anyway, um, but anyway, you know, if if you're not being defensively watching for, you know, with God, if you're uh-huh. not on defense with God, uh-huh. allowing Him to help you, it's the exact same thing as riding that motorcycle. If You're getting too comfortable. And you think you're a devout Christian mm-hmm. and you're way up there, God's gonna take you off that perch. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think I got cocky. I, I don't know if that's okay to say or not, but. No, yeah.
5: it, it, um, no I was gonna say
0: that you were cocky, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely felt that.
1: Again, still learning, you know, but I always wanted to be that guy that prayed every night, read the Bible all the time, and always went to God. And so then I got there and I got really cocky with it. And God's I was like, like hey, um, I'm gonna cut you down a little.
5: <laughs> so, in other words, you was humble. He was, well, he was he was actually pursuing the creation and not the creator.
1: You got that right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
5: That, that is that is a very that is a very hard balance right there. Yeah. When you when you start worshiping the creation more than you do the creator, you know he, yeah, he made it. He mm-hmm. most definitely did. Yeah. But he made everything in this world. But what's he say? Don't partake of this world, right? Because it is not worth it. Yeah. So, I mean, the same same goes for. Don't don't get me wrong here. Scripture is perfect. Scripture is good. But if you worship scripture only, mm-hmm. right? That's and the you do not anything. worship, and you don't yeah. worship the one who actually created it, right? You got
4: problems. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And well, I think that's either. where it was. Yeah. Oh, and that's what the issue with the Pharisees was. Mm-hmm. It's not that the that the, the commandment was wrong. Obviously, it came from the Most High. It came from the mouth of the Father. It was the fact that they were so focused on the commandment itself that they... they, It's not just that they left at worshiping the commandments. They were worshiping themselves. Yes. And, you know, we talk about, you know, we talk about needing to be humbled, Tyler, and how, you know... I think we make it about our accomplishment with them. Mm -hmm. And And that's exactly what I did, yeah. Yeah, when you make it about your own accomplishment, it, it becomes an arrogance and a pride... That it's no longer about what he's doing through you, and that's a delicate balance too. Understanding that, yeah, he does expect us to to work, he does expect us to to obey and to to do certain things that he causes us to. Mm-hmm. And understanding that balance, that you don't become arrogant and think like like I did in the past that look at the things that I'm able to, to to accomplish, look at the commandments I'm obeying, look at the things that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Other Christians don't do this. I'm going above and beyond. I'm better. And see, I'm then, more righteous. And, and
0: and that's what I've seen more that laid it on my heart it was more like i'm doing this or you should not be doing this right like standing on top of the three box soapbox right like right right anytime that he's approaching anything you know and looking down upon is wrong yeah and i'm not saying only god can do that and i'm not saying that i mean i'm innocent from that right right. because there's been Plenty of times in the last two weeks that I I was judgmental of certain things, people, whatever. But like, it's just you get so tired and so run down, and Mm -hmm. those haymakers keep coming, and coming, and coming.
5: Oh yeah! But he tells us not to get weary. Yep. Yeah. But that's hard. Oh yeah! It really is. You know, getting wore down, getting beat down, and and getting tired it's hard not to do.
0: right? Yeah. It's like, I use this analogy this past weekend, I won't say last night, but, but it's like Rocky, right? We've all seen the movie Rocky. And like, halfway through the fight, he's getting beat and beat and beat and beat. And then those jabs to the ribs don't seem to affect him anymore because he's already took those thunderous Haymakers or whatever, and so it's like pr- preparing us for the next thing that's to come, mm-hmm. right? We just don't have Mick in the corner, yeah. right? Cut me, well, yeah. cut me. Mick. Well, I mean,
3: <laughs> copy, Mike. You want to be Mick? I could, I could be a Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you need somebody to cut you, I'm definitely there. <laughs>
2: I, and I was thinking, we do have somebody in our corner that what? tells us what we
1: should be doing and what we should be looking yes. out for, and all of that. Yeah, we just got to listen. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, guess yeah. That's that's the key. We got to stop stop being stupid and getting in our own way. Yeah.
4: I think if we're getting weary, it's because we're dependent on our own strength. Yes. 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 It's because exactly what we're talking about. We make it about our accomplishment, what I've done, what I'm doing, my own strength, and I think he'll let us wear ourselves down like that until we until we understand and acknowledge and admit that we're weak in our, in our own flesh. We can't accomplish these things on our own and we have to depend on his strength and lean on him. That's the only way you're going to be able to do the things he wants you to do or he calls you to do without wearing down is if you lean on him yes. and let him mm-hmm. be your strength. 100%. Not 90%. 100%. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, I mean, look at Paul. He leaned on God 100%. He had that thorn in his side and he asked God several times to take it away from him. Would God tell him? No. Nope. Told him no. So, I mean, you know, that that thorn in his side made him lean on God just that much more. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot to be learned from all aspects of the way the Bible presents everything. Mm-hmm. You just got to dig it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to
0: Dig deeper.
5: Dig deeper. That was
4: good. Yeah, yeah thank you for that. <laughs> well, Available you, on Fridays. Sorry. I'm <laughs> going to uh, steal
2: Ronnie's one. You know see just on the flip side of that. The, uh, you know, looking at the scripture again. Bear one another's burdens. Mm-hmm.
4: That's,
2: that's what we talk about all the time. Having a community. Having people around you that are willing to do that. We had a, a discussion just recently with a, a brother in Christ where it was, you don't have to do this alone. Your family. We love you because we love you.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't have to, but we gain out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, to me, something that's always been lacking in my life in any of the relationships or camaraderie things that I was looking for previously was it was always there's something behind it
0: right like either, motive yes yes like what am I getting out of it or what are they gonna get out of it
2: both right yeah that's both. what I'm saying it's never it's never been one-sided just not of what was me you know right it's you know but yeah but then to come to the realization that oh I' God has allowed me to be able to look past somebody else's sin that to me is one of the worst sins even though I talk about there's no sin scale but <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. yeah it's one of those that to me it's like that's up there that's it that's you know but to love them through it and not not just lip service but to be like I genuinely care about what's happening to you your life your the you know the the ripples as yeah. well to be able to be like I gain nothing nothing whatsoever and that's the way it should be mm-hmm it shouldn't be superficial. It shouldn't be about what can you do for me and I do for you. It's a genuine love of this is how God loved us. It doesn't have to. right, He could you know take us out as quickly as he as he brought us in.
3: Yeah, but that's a tough message, Mike, especially now, because, especially in our culture here in the US, we were taught if you're down, pick yourself up and go. you don't have yeah. can do it yourself, yourself. It seems like our culture is moving so fast away from what is good and right, yep to self oh what's the word I'm looking for self promotion mm-hmm. uh, lack of discipline I mean I could go on and on and on, right, but those people that are hearing this that are out there in the world that are being pelted with it every single day that has honestly become their bible. I hate to say that in that form oh, that's yeah. what that's how they that's how they live their life.
2: L- look, at, look at kids now. What are some of their main goals?
3: They want to, they want to be a TikToker. Yeah. Or a
2: I want to be Instagram famous. star they or want whatever. To be famous, that sure. is my goal. I mean, it's like, it's not, I want to be a doctor. I want to help people. I want to be a, a pastor. I want to, it's none of these things that all of us lived as, this is a calling in your life. Or even if it wasn't necessarily, if you didn't grow up in a Christian home, what do you want to do with your life? What uh, you know that's going to make a difference. Now it's just what can I do to be famous and and
4: rake cash. Like that. Yeah. Well, and even when you look at the ones that are supposed to be, you know, the the functions that you listed that are supposed to be more more other focused, that's you know, creeped into the church. Even when you look at yeah. the way the pastorate is now, it's. it's it's really about getting famous, right? It's about making a name for yourself in the Christian community, and the church community, and and being the center of attention and building a huge crowd around yourself. Even, even it's even polluted that like that celebrity obsession. It pollutes absolutely everything, and it's mm-hmm. all me focused. What am I doing? Look at me. Look at look. Put the spotlight on me, and never never pull it off. It's it's, it's not good. Like
5: they uh, they took the Pharisee role on. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
5: yeah. Absolutely. Really? I mean, and and as far as what you said about uh, about culture and yourself, if you listen to what you were saying when you said culture, that's the world. Yes. When you said yourself, you know, you, you got to take self and the culture out of the equation because God tells us that we got we got to live in this world. We don't got to live of this world.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, that's kind of where I was going with my statement. We've got to get away' we've got to, we've got to get it out there that people can trust people. Mm-hmm. people can be you know be in the community.
4: Yep. Be yeah. transparent. Be transparent
3: yep. with your trials. Right.
4: Be the change. Be, be the, the change. Right. Well, and that's why I think it's important to mention how it's infested the church because mm-hmm. what you listed Mike there are legitimate problems mm-hmm. culturally, but when the church leans more toward acting like the culture rather than acting like the Father tells us to act, we're not we're not demonstrating to them how to how to live a better life. We're just we're giving them another avenue to just engage in the same self destructive behaviors the culture taught them.
5: Right. The churches are the churches are going back to what the Pharisees used to do. Is if you didn't live by the law, which is the law of the churches, what they think the laws are, mm-hmm. then you're not you're not living like you're supposed to live. Yep. You know. So they're they're taking all the aspects away from God and they're putting the church above God. You can't put the church above God. It right. just it don't work.
0: And I want to clarify that you both aren't talking about all churches.
5: No, no, no. not all churches. I am not. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying there is like, churches yeah. out there like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I will Absolutely. say in
4: America though it's extremely widespread. It is. Yeah, the problem is very pervasive. coast to coast.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. Because when you compare church culture to other countries, it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, and I think that that too is just another part of the discussion is breaking those generational curses of being the, you got to pull yourself up by the, your bootstraps and get on with it. You got to move on but you know, you got to fix it yourself. You got to, you know what I mean? Because that's how people were raised, you know, and whether we all want to admit it or not, someday we're all going to dust. And what are you changing? What are you leaving behind? And I want to leave a godly a godly whole. I mean, I want to, you know what I mean? I want to leave a godly legacy that I followed Christ and to heck with what the world thought.
3: Exactly. Uh, somebody said at one of our breakfasts here a while back, how the world counts uh, wealth is all screwed up. Mm-hmm. might have been John. I can't remember who it was, but anyway. Smart John? It might have been Smart John, yeah. Uh, he... Uh, he you made a great point and you know, we're taught unless you've got six zeros after some number in your bank account, you're not successful. Okay? Well not
5: only that, now the culture the culture teaches you if you don't have two brand new cars sitting in your driveway, you don't and you don't have a six hundred thousand dollar home and you don't have all the bells and whistles with that home, you know, all the all the top stuff, you're not rich
3: you know the one verse I I try to keep close to my heart a lot is and I can't remember where it's from it's that our life is but a mist it keeps me humble because I'm taking nothing with me my ultimate reward is in heaven mm-hmm. and you know I'm, I'm just like any other guy I see a good looking truck I boy that would be nice to have mm-hmm. but I've got what I need I'm driving it yep. it gets me from point A to point B now I'll be a liar to say I wouldn't like to have one because that that would be a lie, right? But I don't need one. Mm-hmm. What I need is a place to lay my head. Got that? Yep. And food to eat. As you can see, I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, sure that yes. <laughs> so I, I just I I think sometimes we get so I think it was Tyler saying you get so caught up in hey 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 look at me look what I'm doing whether it's for the world or if you're trying to serve God. You've got to always remember to keep the focus. And I pray on it every single day. Keep my focus on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything that's for me. And so,
0: I'm going to steal my phrase back. But on the flip side of that, right? Sometimes you are doing good, like actual good, but you get so wrapped into that that that's the only thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then that's when that good isn't so good anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, because once you get wrapped up in that good, that's when self takes over. Correct. And you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's not what God's doing anyway, This is what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Start, made it, made it started out, this is where God wanted me to go, and then eventually self takes over. Mm-hmm. We're not relying on God anymore. Right. We feel like we got it. And you know, the, the world, right now, the world... Goes off credit scores off for everything. Even when you're trying to rent a house. If your credit score is down, they won't rent you the house. Mm-hmm. Our culture has taught in the United States that if you're not in debt, you're not an American. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I'm the most un American man mm-hmm. you'll ever meet because yeah. I, I don't like debt. For one yeah. thing, I don't like paying, I don't like paying interest. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. Well, that's just think? money you're blowing and giving away for nothing.
2: How do you get a credit score?
1: You, you got to owe. You got. You, you got to be in
3: it. debt. I mean, it's, it's a, back, a backward system. It. Oh yeah, the character of a man or woman yeah. is not even taken into consideration. Yeah. Now, can credit scores kind of dictate or maybe tell a little bit about where they might go? Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's why they use them. But in the old days, if a man wanted to borrow money from the bank. His reputation as a man or woman Mm -hmm. preceded him into that bank to get him some... uh,
4: you motioned at me and said, or a woman. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, uh, yes. Motioned I motioned directly at me, Looked, locked eyes with me, motioned at me and said,
3: or a woman. Oh, Carl, I, I'm sorry. That was not intentional. It's Carl diamond. I'm a man. <laughs> you are a man. You're a man's man. You are a man's man. Yes. I'm so sorry. I lost track because you guys were laughing. I'm like, did I say something funny or stupid? What did, did I do? You did. <laughs> all right. All right. Can we just go with yes? Okay. yeah, Yes works. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Correct, Correct. yes.
1: Where was you? <laughs> when? Yeah, exactly. Can you
3: get back on where you were at? Yeah. Uh, not a chance. No. Not a
5: chance. <laughs> we already made you lose that. Yeah, it. It's has Sorry. 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 Didn't mean, didn't mean to do that. I was just
3: saying, character of a person, how about that? Mm-hmm. Carl, you're a person, right? Yeah. I okay. Guess. As a person, in my humble opinion, is worth much more than someone's credit score. Yeah. You can have an 850 credit score, and if I don't think your character is any good, I'm not going to mess with you. Mm-hmm.
4: We we value people in an ungodly way. Yes. Yep. We give them incorrect valuation. and honestly, this is why we've got to get better about not treating. God has expectations for a reason to protect us. You know, in His law, interest is a sin. Mm-hmm. And now, on the other side of what's become of America, I think we see firsthand what He was trying to protect us from. Yep. But we treated him like he didn't know better. Yeah. We've been treating him like he doesn't know better for centuries, and look where it's gotten us. Well, you know, he in, 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 he clearly states
5: that. Uh, oh, it says, "Oh, no man." Well, that's that's a pretty clear statement right there. That means don't be in debt. Oh, no man. You know, I I I got a little story here. I had a I had a a, a money place. A loan place come to me at my shop, and they asked me if I wanted to do applications for people to buy tires on 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 credit on loan. And uh, don't get me wrong, well the old Bob would have been like, "Oh, you bet! You know, I can make a lot of money." Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, thank God that he'd already uh, straightened me out and because i told them you know and i clearly stated to them and I, I told that lady i'm like you know i'm not going to put somebody in debt for something they're going to ride a year on and you're going to charge them anywhere from 18 to 28 percent interest on that money that you're loaning them and within that year their tires are going to be wore out but yet they're not going to have that loan half paid off and then they're going mm-hmm. to go have to back go back and do it again and then they get penalized, mm-hmm. if and then they, they get pay it off early. Absolutely, and I, I, I will not do that. I will not. And I told her, I'm like, you're just going to have to find another place to do that with, because I will not do it.
4: When I want to say something too, just to clarify, nowhere does does he does he criminalize being charged interest. He never tells you that having to pay interest is a sin. He right. targets the ones that do it to other people. Like just as just as a highlight of where the Most High's heart is, his heart is to, is is always geared toward protecting the Absolutely. oppressed, yes. and the victimized, yes, always every every single time.
3: Well, that's why you know the year of jubilee, you know the seven years. It's amazing that things fall off your credit score after seven years. Well, guess what? God had a seven year plan too, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you were out of debt at the end and of seven years.
5: Yes. Back in back in Old Testament times, exactly. after seven years, your debt was
3: wiped clean. Mm-hmm. And what was yours that you may have sold off or whatever comes back to you? Mm-hmm. So much of our society is built on principles that God's laid out, and most people don't even know it. Yeah, That's the only, that's the only direction I'm going with it. Sorry, that popped into my little head.
4: Can I read something to bring it back to what you had mentioned at the beginning, Ronnie? No. No? Okay. But yes, go ahead. No, I'm, I don't even think I want to anymore. No, I'm just, yeah. You mentioned finger pointing, and I've seen so much of that. I don't want to like dive into the weeds on like the Asbury revival and stuff. But honestly, I think what's been most disheartening for me about it, or what's most eye-opening, is how it's unmasked other people not even involved in it. The way people talk about what's happening and about the people there has been hideous. Like mm-hmm. the amount of, of lovelessness. That I've seen in response to it has just been so discouraging. What people
1: think is going on there, or what people have been going. No, on what people, people think. Outside. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. The
4: ones that I know that have actually right. gone have very positive experiences to to share. Yes. it's the ones that are that are armchair quarterbacking. Yes, right, and making making Monday judgments. morning quarterbacks. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry, yeah, making ugly judgments about it. But this is what Isaiah says, and I think he uh, he defines what Paul's talking about really well when he talks about bearing each other's burdens and why it's important and. Isaiah 58, starting at verse 9, he says, You will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst, if you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, and if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness, and your gloom will become like midday. And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones.
5: Mm-hmm. And where yes. was that at?
4: Isaiah fifty-eight. It's a, it's a if
0: and then, mm-hmm. right? Not a if, whatever.
4: Yep. It's if yep.
0: and then. Oh, that's good.
4: We need to be a lot more love-focused than we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. We don't have to take a sharpie to truth to love the right way, but we certainly don't have to quench our love to uphold the whole truth either. And it seems like there's there you're, people are on one extreme or the other. Yep. We can we can love and maintain the truth. We don't have to... It doesn't have to be one at the expense of the other. And it shouldn't be. When,
0: <clears throat> we need to get to the point where you don't expect a sorry or a, or a thank you to actually just do something right like you guys have heard me say it a million times like i don't need a thank you right cuz if i'm doing it then i'm just hoping that somebody will do it for me when it's their turn to correct me
5: yeah
0: and there isn't that right now and it's heavy mm-hmm. like it's super heavy because we have, to,
2: we have to think about the other side, too, of, it. of sometimes it's hard to offer the correction. Mm-hmm. Because you get to a point of... Well, if you're a good cop, you know,
0: right? Like, it's hard. Yeah. But when you're the bad cop, <laughs> it's
2: quite easy. Yeah. You just blurt it out and yeah. get it out of there. Yeah. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's 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 still, it's is this going to cause a confrontation? How is this going to be taken? Am I going to say it in the correct tone to where it's not coming off like I'm holier than thou? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that still stops us. You know, to where just being like, hey, I just want to talk to you about this because I'm concerned could go leaps and bounds for a lot of people.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, and so I
2: think when you, if you internalize the people that you truly know that would want the, want the correction... You know, I think you would you would probably realize that. Yeah, that's that's probably that would probably be good to go. They'd probably be all right with that. But then we still
4: stop ourselves. I do think it's good to have a healthy fear of those things, though. You know, to yeah. go back to the analogy you talked about earlier, getting on the motorcycle and have a reverential respect for for what you're doing, because having no fear of that at all leads to the harshness and the lack of love, and, and carelessness. Carelessness, yeah.
3: yeah. You but, know when I was taught to fly, I became a pilot my instructor first thing he said I know you love planes he said but this thing will kill you quicker than anything in the world anybody can get a plane off the ground not anybody can put it back on the ground in one piece and when Mike Funny was that's what the preacher told me when I married my wife Just no, just kidding, just kidding. sorry, sorry. Notice that, that was Alpha Mike
2: love you honey you know that <laughs> But uh, you're so in
3: trouble I, I, I often sit and wonder when, when did it become unfashionable to show love for your fellow man. When 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 did hugging a fellow man become unfashionable? It's almost as though you show love, you're a weak man. We have got to stop that.
0: I agree. I agree with Coffee Mike.
3: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you could not get the
2: option to, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's how I know I am with you. It's like, oh no, no.
3: no. So you view it as a challenge?
2: I, I know better. Right? I know better. He has,
3: he has challenged me. Okay, yeah. good. Because again,
2: if you if you don't if you don't boldly stand him and, and do that, him and, and Ronnie then it's never going to happen. Yeah. You know because you know like just like all of us, Bob needs to know. That he's got somebody besides his wife That loves him just because they love him Nobody you know? can
1: beat you up Worse than yourself Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely I do want to say speaking from experience uh, How hard it is sometimes though To reach out Because that that darn enemy Just wants to tell you so many lies mm-hmm. or, or put other things in your way To make you not go there To not ask To yeah. so not speak
5: out It's tough or you'll get that little pride stuck in your throat. You <clears> throat> can't throat> mm-hmm. swallow it. And then you end up having a cold. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> For weeks. Thanks. In weeks. No, <laughs> just this week. <laughs> well, and that's why it's important to, you know, what Alpha Mike said. <laughs> I just love saying it, guys. It's important what he said about not shrinking back because most of us do have that struggle with not reaching out. And that's why it's important to have people that are willing to reach out even when you're not. They're willing to reach out to you and not take no for an answer when they see that you're going to a place where you, where you shouldn't be going, or
0: when you have that community and that tribe, right? And you have that closeness that you're not going to speak out, but the other people know. Mm-hmm.
5: That, you may not speak yeah. out, but your actions speak. Out.
0: Your actions yeah. speak out, and they know. Yeah.
5: Sounds
1: familiar. Yeah. Okay.
2: And I can't tell you because I've had a couple of people around the table, like, just shoot a quick text. How can I pray for you? And normally I would like to be like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. And then I really think about it now. And mm-hmm. I'm really like,
1: Ooh. Don't we always have something we need Warm. prayer for? Oh, Every single day. We, yeah. we should never oh, say, yeah. no, I'm good. Yeah. this is the are fine. Yeah,
0: because we're not good. good. And, yeah. I, and you say I know. You're good, you're not I
1: know. Good, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm the one that doesn't do that. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like, that's why. That's why I've replied I don't have with that answer before. So. You know. Yep. All right.
0: Let's pull the proverbial needle off the record. Who wants to go first? Final thoughts.
3: I'll give it a shot. For me, this all comes down to humility. Humble yourself before God, lean on your brothers and sisters, and be transparent, reach out for help, and I, this this sermon is for me as well, to anybody else that might be listening, these words can come to me as well, I have a problem with doing that, because as Mike said earlier, Alpha Mike? No, that's medium Mike. Okay, can
5: you at least say Alpha Mike once?
3: <laughs> Just for you Bob, as Alpha Mike said earlier... That felt good. Didn't no, it
4: did
3: not. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you know, we're, we're raised in a world where boys don't cry, boys don't feel, they don't hug other men. And we've got to get away from that. That's really where my final thought is. It's just, it's, it's not wrong to hug another man and tell him, hey, brother, it's going to be okay. I'm here. Mm hmm. It's our job to do that. It's our job to encourage. The tongue is one of the smallest you know, muscles we have, and it can do more damage or more good than we can ever imagine, just encouraging someone.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep.
3: So that would be my final thought. Professor Bob?
5: Uh, I'm going to kind of agree with Betamite. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay. You don't agree with Mike I, then? <laughs> I agree with Mike. I agree with coffee, Mike. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah. Because I was that guy that did not hug. Uh, and now I'm not shy about it. I walk up, I give I give hugs, you know. Because I, I was that guy that I didn't have, I didn't want the closeness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I felt like it... Uh, Kept everything His arms linked, yeah. perfect. Yeah, but not now. I mean, I'm the guy I walk up and give anybody a hug. Now I don't care, you know. Just, and and that's that's only come. And I've been a, I've been safe since I was 32 years old, and it's only come about the last couple of years, maybe three years, that I've just absolutely allowed myself to walk up and just give somebody a hug, and it's not. And it's out of pure love. I mean, you right. know, it's not any kind of for any kind of showing for me. Because honestly, if it was still up to me, I still wouldn't hug. <laughs> I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm. I agree with I agree with Coffee Mike what he said. You know, just just allow yourselves to be humble, and allow yourselves to go to God for everything, mm-hmm. and do it in prayer. That's the thing. Go to Him in prayer. You know, I'm. A, I, I can't stress this enough. Have that personal relationship. I'm gonna keep saying it. I'll keep saying it till the day I pass, till I go home. Gotta have that personal relationship with God. Gotta have it with Christ. You know, sometimes I even fail at it. But here lately, I've been trying to strive a little harder to just come to Him instead of crying to Him. To come to Him and just talk to Him. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the kind of friend he wants.
0: Medium mic?
4: You thought really hard about hey. saying it, didn't you? No. no, no. no you did. It just about just, rolled it, off. It just of, about rolled off. I just wanted to be buffer for yeah. a second. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree with both of them. Um, there's so many things that are already wrong in the world. Don't be a Pharisee And just add to it You you know If you know God Let him shine through Mm -hmm. Like I read A stupid little thing But it rings so true To where It said I want to be so filled of Christ That a mosquito will bite me And fly off singing nothing but the blood of Jesus (laughs) I mean, <laughs> you, you know, I told you it was stupid Oh, <laughs> well, that's like,
5: actually pretty good I, 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 I kind of like, like that mean, like, <laughs> Honestly,
2: yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to strive for mm-hmm. and, and, you know, if, if it's a hug, if it's a word, if it's anything, you know uh, Just do it boldly Do it boldly And, and you, need, you need a tribe You need a tribe Because they're going to they're gonna lift you up And they're going to keep you on the path is they know you Mm -hmm. and they don't have to do it they're going to do it
0: right professor professor do you have a final thought sir (laughs) it's
1: miss carl (laughs) yeah according to coffee (laughs) blank
4: this would probably be more impactful to the ones listening if we had a video component so i apologize you're just gonna have to use your imagination folks don't get excited. <laughs> I'm broke, I can't spare this. <laughs> so I'm like, pulling. Mean, do we have dues or something? Yeah, <laughs> was like well, is this the news to me. So what is this that I just pulled out of my wallet?
3: It's like, a twenty a dollar bill. bill.
4: Can you hold that oh, well, for me, Tyler? Thank you. Yes. All right. What's that
1: worth? Twenty dollars.
4: Crumple it up for me.
1: Okay. I saw this on the show once. What's that worth?
4: $20. $20. Now rip it in
1: half. No. No, no not. Not.
4: Throw it on the floor. <laughs> yep. Stomp on it. Let grind it in. There we go. Foot stank all over it. <laughs> He's got <guys laughs> some foot stank. I not get it to you if we're done. Or at <least laughs> yeah. 20 to exchange it with.
1: This, this is how you get paid back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Here, let me know. I'm nope. <laughs> What's it worth?
4: Still $20. No matter what you do to this bill, the value doesn't change. Right. No matter how much you crumple it, crush it, grind it into the dirt, the value's the same. But, and this is why it's so important that we understand love the right way. If I take this $20 bill to a foreign country that doesn't recognize the currency, it's still worth $20, but can it be spent? No. The worth is the same, but it's not useful for spending because of its location when we don't handle love in the right way and we just let people learn about their value in the eyes of God but we leave them in a place where that value can't be spent we've given them a half truth we've shared a polluted diluted gospel that does not save them they've learned about their value but they haven't learned about where they need to be so that value can be spent that's why it's so important to reach out in true godly love. As Paul said, with gentleness, restore them to the location they need to be where God calls us to be in true repentance because he sees our value. The value doesn't change. When we separate ourselves from God, the value doesn't change. He sees the value in our heart. But until we respond to the call to return to him from the foreign land that we've placed ourselves in in separation from him, that value can never be spent. We cannot sacrifice truth in the name of love. The American churches have tried that for too long, and it's led to dead churches, spiritually dead churches. where We're excited, we wave our hands in the air, but there's no change. There's no transformation. Mm -hmm. We've got to handle this the right way. God sees our worth, but he wants us to come home. Mm -hmm. We have to respond to that call.
1: I, I agree I don't, want your, I don't want your foot,
3: Bill You can have it right. <laughs> You actually going to take his money? He won't take it Here, take it back
1: <laughs>
3: Sometimes,
0: uh, Tyler it. <laughs> Do you have a final thought?
1: I, I sort of do uh, More of a Am I able to challenge? To put a challenge out there? I don't know I don't know, are you? <laughs> so I challenge the women I don't know if there is any, any of them listening in this channel, but I know in our in our, our podcast, I don't know, whatever oh, channel. It is. We're,
2: we're same, live on air once again. Same bat channel.
1: Same bat time. <laughs> but my wife expressed, you know, she missed, she, she... I don't know if I want to say the word jealous or not, but that she doesn't have what we have. You know, and I, I challenge anybody out there listening to get to Start one if you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. That makes sense. That's all. Awesome. Absolutely. Hmm. So yours was more of a final ramble. Yes, there you go. Okay. Sure. I'm tired.
4: <laughs> it was a good
0: ramble. Like yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> mine says this: Christianity would change overnight if we put down the mantle of defending God, picked up the responsibility of loving our enemies instead. With that, Carl, would you like to pray us out? Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. I'll say it again. I have my mic muted. Sorry. <laughs> prayer time. <laughs> Most gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for all that you've done for us. Mm-hmm. We are so eternally grateful. I, just, I think we need to begin every prayer with thanks and gratitude mm-hmm. and a humble heart to acknowledge who you are. You are El Shaddai. You are El Elyon. You are Yahweh, Rafa, our healer. You are the Most High. There is no other. And we are so grateful for all that you do for us. Yes. We work so hard to separate ourselves from you. To deserve so little from you. And yet, you reach so far to draw us home. There aren't words that express our thankfulness for that for seeing value in us no matter what we've done and to be willing to restore us no matter what it took to give your own son to restore us to the place where that value can be spent in your presence forever. Just thank you. I pray that everyone listening, I pray that you would touch their heart, touch our heart and just draw us to you. Revive our hearts on account of your love. We need you. Whether we're good at acknowledging that or not, we need you so desperately, and I pray, Abba, that you would just reach out to us and restore our hearts, restore our souls, and revive us and light this fire again so that we can share your word of truth from a place of pure love. And give everything to you. Help us to give everything to you. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. And until next
3: time... Welcome back to ministry. Catch you on the flip side.